This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason with your host, John Rush. Presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. I appreciate it very much. Hopefully you had a great weekend. Enjoyed the good weather that we had. Nice and warm. Melted a lot of the snow that we've had kicking around. We were supposed to have Dave from Veteran Windows Indoors, but as things in the business world happen, he is not able to join us. He had a conflict come up, which that's understandable. Dave, if you're listening, thanks, though, by the way, for all that you do. We appreciate it. And through the month of January, as you guys all hear me say, you can get 45% off entry doors, 40% off windows. Need to buy eight or more, which, by the way, isn't that many windows typically. So if you need windows in your home, you're a great candidate. Now, there are things when it comes to windows that Dave has taught me, learned directly from him, where even if you've got a newer home, a builder home, not custom built by you, but a builder home, chances are your windows are not exactly the way that Dave would do it. In other words, Dave uses a higher standard on the install, the flashing, how everything goes together more so than what even Colorado Code calls for, meaning that most likely your builder home meets minimum standards and not Dave's standards. Probably the best way for me to say that. Now, I'll give Dave lots of kudos because he goes above and beyond what you normally would do to make this happen. He, By the way, and I've never heard Dave say this, but he doesn't have to do what he does. He could easily throw windows in, meet the regular code, not worry about it, off you go. But no, he goes the extra step mainly because he understands, for example, the weather we just went through, the wind that we can get, some of the things that he does differently making your home you know, more energy efficient, more tighter, if you want to call it that, than what it would be otherwise. That's the one thing that he can do that, frankly, other window companies aren't going to do. Now, I can tell you firsthand from before ever meeting Dave, interviewing other window companies, that the way Dave does it is completely different than what anybody else does. With Dave, there's no high pressure when it comes to the sales side of it. In fact, Dave will tell you if you want a second or third opinion, go get one. Highly recommend you do that. Compare apples to apples. See what I have to offer that the others can't, by the way. That's Dave's motto. And he's a great guy. Anything you need, I, I keep saying that, really, I mean that. Whatever you need, you could do <clears throat> entry doors, storm doors. I do that at the same time, by the way. Windows. And he's got options on windows, depending upon where they're facing, how much sun they get, all of that. He can do different things along those lines to make that 
home of yours even more efficient than it is today. But the best thing to do, have Dave out, call him directly, set up an appointment. He'll come by, visit, and literally just in a nice, calm, un-salesman fashion, by the way. There's no pressure. He just tells you how it is and what do you want to do next. And you make the decision accordingly. 303-529-0720. That's Veteran Windows and Doors. If you forget that, you can go right to klzradio.com. All right, question of the day. <clears throat> Take a quick break. I'll come back. I want to talk some of the things that went, went on over the weekend in politics before our guest arrives at about 3.30, or calls in, I should say, at 3.30. What was the last name of Barbie's boyfriend, Ken? This was from Friday. Carson. So Ken Carson. Did you figure that out over the weekend, Charlie? You probably forgot. Today's impossible question of the day. Name the animal whose tongue can weigh as much as an elephant. Name the animal whose tongue can weigh as much as an elephant. Charlie? You have to be more specific. Charlie gave me part of the answer, but have to be more specific. (laughs) He's waving me off. Anyways, answer that on the RushToReason.com website. And producer Ann, thank you for going to all the work to put all those together. That does take a lot of effort to figure out exactly what to put in there each day. I know from just doing my own question of the day on Saturdays for Drive Radio, uh, how much work goes into that. So, Ann, thank you for doing that. I do appreciate it very much. Golden Eagle Financial is next. And Al Smith would love to help you moving forward as you go through 2024. Maybe you've thought about retirement. Maybe you're in retirement and figuring, you know, I didn't do this correctly, or you're getting close to retirement. Either way, you got to make sure that you've got a plan and that you're on track with your plan. Call Al today, 303-744-1128. Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial can develop a solid, cohesive retirement strategy that makes sense in the context of your very specific needs. You've been making moves toward retirement your whole life and likely have assets in different places. Al can simplify it for you. Having a simple retirement plan and a single point of contact means when you're gone, your family won't have to guess where your assets are. It means your children won't find out in 20 years that you had funds in probate that they could have used. Having a solid plan and an agent to manage it means you can take advantage of financial products with high return and modest risk. And most importantly, It means that someone will be on your side when you can't make those decisions on your own. Give Al a call today for a free consultation and get started on your retirement strategy by going to klzradio.com slash money today. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. All right, Roof Savers of Colorado and Roof Max, the product that Dave uses to extend the life of your roof. They're teaming up with a great adoption uh, uh, nonprofit, I should say, that helps adopted kid or get kids find adoption families. Let me say it that way. So it's a great thing they've got going on. They're partnering with them. But you know, whether you need a repair, a complete replacement, or you want to extend the life of your roof through the Roof Max product, give Dave a call today: three zero three seven one zero six nine one six. With hail season behind us now and snow season fast approaching, we here at Roof Savers Colorado want to help ensure that your roof can brave whatever elements this season ushers in. With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners evaluate the best option for their situation. 
If you're looking to get more life out of your current roof, we offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. However, in the event a replacement is necessary, we will also work with any insurance company to get a damaged roof the replacement it needs. Do not let your home fall victim to the ever-changing Colorado climate. Be proactive and set up your free inspection to receive an honest evaluation of the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep your roof ready for whatever Colorado throws its way. All right, solar might be a good fit for you, might save you money. And I say might because every situation is different, and you have to talk to Alan and find out through his analysis whether it will, in fact, save you money or not. 303-378-7537. Alan Davis of Level Engineering wants you to have the whole story about saving money with solar. Everyone knows that solar power saves you money. But the most important savings are all those dollars you won't have to pay the power company. For most homes, that will mean paying thousands less for electricity annually. And the average tax credit for installing solar in your home is 56%. That's more money in your pocket. In addition to the money that you will save each month, solar can add $15,000 or more to the value of your home. And homes with solar panels sell faster than those without. Today's solar energy is a great financial decision on your part when you work with Alan Davis. Alan is the solar money-saving expert. So talk to him directly by going to klzradio.com slash solar for a free, no-obligation consultation. God. Country. Reason. Now back to John Brush. All right, Rush to, Rin- Rush to Reason. Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining me. I appreciate it very much. Now, over the weekend, you noticed several things that happened. One being DeSantis is out. He's suspended. It's always interesting when they say they suspend their campaign. Okay, well, if you're suspending it, what, you know, what are you doing moving forward? It's like, you know, you ought to just say, we're done. I guess suspending it is saying that you're done, but why don't you just say, we're done, we're calling it quits, we're out of here. To his credit, he put his effort now, his, what do you want to call it, endorsement behind Trump. Vivek has done the same thing, and there were some interesting things over the weekend with Vivek when it comes to possibly the vice presidency, or, you know, the vice president. Uh, candidacy, which I'll talk about in a moment. But DeSantis is out. Now, I don't know that anybody was super shocked at that. What I think is more shocking is the fact that in Iowa, DeSantis came in ahead of Nikki Haley, and she's still in. Now, you can you can read into that whatever you want. Nikki's still in. I think she's planning on staying in, at least... Things that I've read, she's going to be in through New Hampshire. Who knows what will happen after that? Part of that, I believe, by the way, is she's polling really well in New Hampshire. Not well enough to beat Trump, I don't think, anyways. But she's polling pretty well in New Hampshire. I don't think she'll beat Trump even in their primary. But I believe that's why she's hanging on, is to you know, really see where that's going and what that's going to shape up and look like. 
If you've got a comment on this, by the way, lines are open 303-477-5600. Basically, unless I'm not seeing something or I've, I'm, I'm out in left field, everybody except for Haley has dropped out, has quote-unquote suspended their campaigns. Am I right in saying that, Charlie? Is there any other obscure people that I haven't tracked that might still be kicking around? Christie's out. Uh, Haley's still in. DeSantis is out. Ramaswamy is out. Um, Hutchison, I mean, some of those guys that were kind of on the edge are now out. And don't look for endorsements from some of them to Trump, Christie especially. They hate each other. That's not going to happen. And Christie's just a buffoon anyways. Don't, don't need his endorsement. Trump doesn't. He, he's, he's just another I – don't, I don't even know why he tried running other than just make a name for himself and to go pick on Trump at the same time. That's, all, that's the only reason Christie did what he did, in my opinion. Now, DeSantis, in my opinion, and I think Andy will agree, we'll talk more about this tomorrow, DeSantis, heading into all of this, a year ago even, had the whole thing to win. Literally. On the GOP side, really had it all to win. He had huge momentum uh, coming out of the 2022 election when people were looking towards 2024, what's going to happen, who's going to be our candidate, and so on. He had tremendous momentum. Which shows you that even with strong momentum, this is true with a business, with a sports team, with your life, even with huge momentum, if not cared for and continually being focused on what you need to, you still may lose. Great, great example with DeSantis and his campaign. Literally had the thing to win, but somehow... As of now, he's out. And and he hasn't performed very well polling-wise through this whole election cycle starting in about, I don't know, Charlie, if I go back even to last fall, he just hasn't polled very well all the way till now even. And it's evident. He, He even said himself, there's just no clear path. I think his exact words were, there's no clear path to victory. I don't think I'm even paraphrasing. I think that's exactly what he said. There's no clear path to victory. We're going to suspend our campaign. So I, I hate to tell Nikki Haley there's no clear path to victory for her either. Now, her pockets are a little bit deeper. She's also somebody that if I had to vote for because there was an R next to her name, I would, but she's not my favorite. It hasn't been from the get-go. No, not because she's a woman. I don't like her stance on war and Ukraine and all of what's going on and that end of things. She's a, she's a warmonger. I, I don't like warmongers. We fight enough battles as it is. We don't need any more. There's enough of them that come to us. We don't need to go start them. And as far as Ukraine is concerned, it needs ended. That's another conversation for another day. But I, I'm, I am somewhat, not maybe, be, maybe bewildered isn't the right way to say it. But I'm a little bit miffed that Ron DeSantis really let the thing slip away. I think he had a really strong chance of being that individual that could come in and at the end of the day, if nothing else, be Trump's running mate, but he just, he, he just blew it. I, I, know, I know no other way to say it. He, he flat blew it. Bad advice, bad campaign strategy, just not doing things the way it should be. 
And somebody said, what's going on with this? The Supreme Court sides with Biden in the Texas border razor wire case. I'm not shocked at that one, by the way. The feds on the border is always going to trump the state. I'm not shocked by that. Maybe some of you are. I'm, I'm actually not. When it comes to the borders, that is the job of the federal government, not the state's. Yes, the states can take part in it, but it is the job of the feds to defend the border, to secure the border and defend it. That's a federal government job. So, unfortunately, if they don't want to and the state wants to step in and do it, yeah, the Supreme Court's probably going to rule against them. That, that, again, that one doesn't shock me. Some of you, I'm sure, are furious. I'm not happy, but I'm not surprised either. So maybe get into that a little bit later, but that one does not shock me at all. I'm not surprised by that in the least. Somebody else said, you know, what, and I haven't been able to read this because there's a tweet, I guess, that came out. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard said, Nikki Haley's no different from Liz Cheney and Hillary Clinton, women who have never served in the military and feel the need to prove how tough they are by always advocating for more war. To the voters of New Hampshire, please know that a vote for Haley is a vote for endless and bigger wars. Yeah, you know what? I can't argue that with Tulsi. Now, She's another name that kind of keeps getting thrown about as far as a VP running mate for Trump. Not going to happen. She's not even a Republican. I'm not sure she would even call herself a conservative, although she's really leaning hard in our direction, given what the left has done to her. I don't know where she would actually stand. I think today she would call herself an independent. She's by no means a Republican on the GOP side, which means she can't even be nominated until that would happen in the first place. And I don't see Trump picking her. Would that be a bad pick? Um, A lot would have to happen to make that a good pick. Let me just say that. She's well-known. She's got that in her favor. She would play to the middle of the road, so she does have that in her her favor also. The problem with a lot of true blue Republicans is, is because she hasn't been fully on our side, they're not going to trust her. That won't help Trump. So those of you that think she would be a good pick, those are the reasons, in my opinion, she wouldn't be. While she would go towards the middle of the road in that voter and help secure that, she's not trusted enough by, by even those that are deep-seated into the GOP. And that includes rhinos, by the way, because she's probably not even a fan of the rhinos. She's not a great pick along those lines. Now, Vivek isn't either when it comes to rhinos, because he goes against the rhinos. Vivek would not be a great pick if you're looking at getting the establishment on your side. Quite frankly, I don't think there's any pick out there that would unless you took one of their candidates. Problem is, with Trump being the main figure there, the main candidate, that establishment's going to be against him. And I hate using that term. I hate all these labels. The anti-Trumpers are not going to be for Trump no matter who he picks as a running mate. Let's just say it that way. So what you have to focus on, and I hope Trump is really looking at this, what you have to focus on when you're Trump now is how do I gain those voters that I can gain? You're not going to get the hardcore lefty. You're not going to get the anti-Trumper either. So that particular two cores, you're not going to attract no matter what you do. You Don't even try to get them. You're not going to get them. But that middle-of-the-road voter that if you talk to them correctly and explain things right, could you gain their vote? I think you could, yes. Could you do that with a Vivek? Absolutely. 
Andy and I were texting back and forth yesterday because there was a few things that were sort of put out preliminarily and some people doing some predictions that there is a high chance that Vivek could easily be Trump's pick. Even even the onstage interaction Trump and Vivek had over the weekend would lead you to believe that those guys are are cooking up something. A lot of people say, you know, I would rather have this person or that person. You know, Carrie Lake gets thrown around some. Yeah, no. That, that would not help our party. That would not help us win this upcoming election. Some have said Christy Noem. Christy's a great, uh, would, would be a great pick. But I think Vivek, now that he's been you know, in the debates, been on the road, yes, he stubbed his toe and made a few mistakes. But as far as the brand presence of Vivek today, would he be a good choice? Absolutely. He is by far the best debater and defender of Trump he could pick. Trump himself, I mean. So what I mean by that is when you talk about going out in the public and you get into different debates, even where there's going to be a VP debate and you'll have different things getting slung back and forth, Vivek can hold his own just fine. And even out on the campaign trail could defend Trump better than Trump can defend himself, to be honest with you. That I mean with a thousand percent certainty. He can defend Trump better than Trump can defend himself. So would he be a great pick? Absolutely. Would he help us win? More so than probably anyone else Trump could pick, in my opinion. Vivek speaks loudly to that middle-of-the-road voter, some of those people that have been sort of wishy-washy, people that still don't trust government, but also don't trust Trump, would come to the table with Vivek being on the ticket. Now, my son and I, Richard, we were talking a little bit back and forth where would, you know, how would Vivek work when it comes to suburban moms? You know what? That one's to be seen. I don't know. I still think with suburban moms, if you speak their language and get into, the, into their psyche with the universal things that still affect them, cost of groceries, the whole nonsense of transgenderism, what's being taught to their kids, stay away from the abortion side, but move forward with those other topics that are universal— I think you could get through to them, which, honestly, Vivek does a really great job of. So, in the end, who do I think is the best pick? Andy and I will talk more about it, of course, tomorrow. But Vivek, in my opinion, is the greatest pick that Trump could come up with. And most of you aren't thinking that way. And just as a side note, if I have to read or listen to one more hardcore Republican say they don't trust Vivek, that he's just some sort of you know charlatan, Trojan horse, I'm going to pull my hair out. People that say that are absolute, utter morons. They have no idea what they're talking about. As I've said numerous times, but I'll say one more time, it won't be the last time, but I'll say it again. If Vivek were really a Trojan horse, a traitor, if you would, which is what some of you think he is, He doesn't need an R next to his name to do that. He could put a D next to his name and pretty much run anywhere in the country for almost any position he wants and most likely win. Why would you go through the brain damage of being on the R side and don't come back and say, well, that's just so he can get in and infiltrate? They don't need any help, folks. We're our own worst enemy. They don't need Vivek to do that. We we already stink at winning. They don't need him to help us not win. 
we're good enough on our own. They, they don't have to do that. So please, for the love of God, stop saying that Vivek is some sort of a plant. He's not. He's not. You can tell that by his actions. So at the end of the day, Andy and I again will get into more of this tomorrow, but is Vivek Trump's best chance of winning? I believe he is, yes. We'll see how that shakes out. Hard to say, but don't be surprised if Trump doesn't pick him as his running mate. Hi-Fi Plumbing is next. And if you've had any issues plumbing-wise, and some of this stuff doesn't come out until after things warm back up, and then you start noticing different problems, if that's you, call High Five today, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. High Five Plumbing takes water quality seriously and has what it takes to bring clean, safe, and high-quality water to your home. Bad water in your home affects more than just taste. Those costly hair and skin products go right down the drain if you have hard water, pollutants, or chemical imbalances. Water quality experts may make your water taste good, but because they're only treating the symptoms of your water instead of the cause, you'll continue paying them every month for the taste of your water. High Fives plumbers can hunt down root issues, so treating your water with chemicals isn't always necessary. Clean water means your clothes will be brighter, your hair will be softer, and you'll stop cleaning stubborn water spots off mirrors and dishes. To find out all the ways that clean water can make you safer and healthier, just contact High Five Plumbing at klzradio.com slash plumbing. Clog my toilet one too many times. I'll call High Five for this. Call High Five for this. Michael Bailey Law, Mobile Estate Planning. Make sure that you're dialed in with your estate as we head through 2024. Give him a call today. Find him at klzradio.com. Another year, another promise to go to the gym, eat better, stop chewing your fingernails. Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, has a resolution you will actually keep. 2023 has seen changes in your life that need to be addressed and expressed in a plan. Births, deaths, marriages, divorces, home sales and purchases, and so many more life events have a direct effect on your estate plan. Many people forget that these changes also alter your wishes for your estate, including what happens to your belongings, your money, and the sentimental items you cherish in the event you pass away. The worst possible outcome could be that someone gets something you did not wish for, or even worse, someone doesn't get what you did want them to receive. Updating your estate plan only takes a few minutes, so contact Michael today by going to klzradio.com slash estate and get your estate plan updated for 2024. All right, Dr. Scott Faulkner, if you're looking for medical treatment, a doctor that thinks the same way we do on this program, look no further than Dr. Scott Faulkner. He would love to help you with whatever your medical care need is. And don't be afraid just because he's in Castle Rock, he can see you one time and do the majority of that from that point forward. Telehealth-wise, 303-663-6990. Are you looking for a health care provider who truly cares about you and your well-being? Look no further than Castle Rock Cryo, IV and Integrative Healthcare, where Dr. Scott Faulkner is ready to provide you with top-notch care. Colorado raised since 1968, Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. 
At Castle Rock Cryo, IV, and Integrative Healthcare, you'll experience a competent, friendly, and efficient staff that puts your comfort and care first. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he only uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. Tired of waiting weeks for an appointment? Unlike other practices, Dr. Scott has the remarkable ability to see you in a matter of days. Don't wait any longer. Call Castle Rock Cryo IV and Integrative Healthcare at 303-663-6990 to schedule your appointment with Dr. Scott Faulkner today. For all your electrical needs, give Genesis 1-3 Electric a call today. Find them at klzradio.com. Genesis 1-3 Electric owner Dustin Fulton follows his faith in how he runs his business. Dustin's brother was a master electrician who taught Dustin the ropes. Then when his brother left for law school and took his certifications with him, Dustin wanted to continue his dream. He got his master electrician certification and the rest is history. Now as owner of Genesis 1-3 Electric, Dustin has made biblical values central to his philosophy with several of his kids working for him. Dustin relishes every opportunity to teach all his employees Christ-like values and the importance of taking care of others, which has allowed them to help their clients in ways that other contractors lack. Excellence and integrity are two of Genesis's core drivers that Dustin dutifully passes down to his kids and employees alike, and it's been that way since they started. For the highest quality electrical services, reach out to Genesis 13 Electric at klzradio.com slash light. And let there be light. Now, back to Rush to Reason, presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. And we're back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Morgan Lorette joining us now, author of Guns, Girls, and Greed. I was a Blackwater mercenary in Iraq. Morgan, welcome. How are you? I am great. Thanks for having me on, John. I appreciate, appreciate it. it very much. When I saw uh, this you know, kind of press announcement come through, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's one that I definitely want to have a chat about. It's always fascinating to me. Uh, to, you know, to learn from you guys because there's, and this is where I wanted to start, there's a difference between what you guys in the private world do versus what our own military does. Am I correct in saying that? You are 100% correct. So what we did on the private side is we protected the diplomats that had to run all around Baghdad and, and try to teach the new government how to actually run stuff. So okay. we would take... State Department people, and we took the people that collected evidence against Saddam Hussein, and we drive them all around the country uh, and make sure that they were protected so that they could do their job. Are the rules, you know, we all know what the rules of engagement are, which whether you like it or not, they're there. Are they the same for you guys versus our, our military, or are they different? They are really fuzzy, and this is kind of one of the reasons why being a private military contractor is difficult, is that uh, you get contracted, or Blackwater got contracted by the State Department, and then the State Department contracted us, and they told us that we all had diplomatic immunity. They even gave us those neat little maroon passports. Okay. And they said, if something happened, we'll just get you out of the country. So that's what we thought was kind of governing us. Turns out later it was the FBI that was governing us. But the, the rules of engagement are not lined out nearly as well as when I was over there with the military. So okay. it was really a split-second decision of, like, if I do this, can I sleep well at night? 
And if you think yes, then you do it. And if you think, ooh, that's probably not good, you, you probably Wow. Don't. That, you know, that, and, and, and I'm sure you get into this in the book, and I'll ask you that as well. But, you know, I'm sure those are some of those blurred lines that get really difficult at times on knowing what to do or not do. Oh, 100%. I mean, as a soldier over there, you kind of know exactly what you're going to do, when you're going to do it. You, you know, spend hours and hours figuring out what the heck you're going to do. And as a contractor, a lot of the stuff would kind of fly by your pants. They would say, hey, I want to go to the Ministry of Minerals tomorrow, you know, 10 a.m. So you just gather a team together and say, hey, we got to get from here to here. Let's go and do it. Okay. Sure this guy's protected. Okay, so let's start off with, and I always, I'm sorry, I usually start with this, but I had so many things that I wanted to ask you, I just figured I'd start firing them off. And I always ask this from authors, why the book? Why the book is the greatest question. So I have read so many military books about Iraq, Afghanistan, World War II, you name it, Mm -hmm. and they're always written by journalists or politicians or generals that didn't really fight. So this book is the down-and-dirty, raw of what is combat like for that young 23-year-old in Iraq, like the good, the bad, the excruciating fear, mm. the stress, the emotions of losing your friends. Like, I, I dig into that because that's what you miss when you read right. something where the journalist came through and said, and then Morgan ran to the left. Interesting. I, um, I've also heard it said that... You know, when you're out in public and, you know, guys are, you know, guys, you know, folks from the military, I should say, not guys, but military individuals are talking about all the different things that happen in war and this, that, and the other. And and this is, again, a question for you. The rule is, or the saying goes, if somebody talks a lot about action and what they saw on the battlefield and so on, they probably didn't see much. And the person that rarely says anything about it probably saw way more than the guy blabbering. Oh, 100 percent. That is that is probably the most accurate so now i'm on the other side where i'm like oh i wrote a book about it and i'm blabbering well but you're doing it in a way to where you're really trying to document and get those of us that never really hear to your point we never hear the real stories and i've got a son that fought in afghanistan and i'll tell you morgan i don't know even from him directly to me being his dad what all went on because to your point to your point a moment ago those that saw a lot don't talk a lot so even i as a dad uh you know i'm a father of somebody that went and did those things I don't know everything that happened because nobody talks about it that's really been there. Yeah, unless you get some of his buddies over for a pizza party, and then they'll, they'll blab back and forth all day, and you can listen to it. But, yeah, it's the people that, you know, go around that have, like, the big combat stuff all over their trucks and stuff, I automatically assume that those are the ones that were um, on the base and, and driving around pallets of water. Got it. Got it. That makes sense. Okay, so... And I know we don't want to get into all the gory details because you want people to actually buy the book, Guns, Girls, and Greed. So that's the name of the book, folks. You can go out and get that. We'll talk about where to do that in a moment. But you know, what are some of the things in the book? Can you share anything, any stories, any insight that way? Well, the book starts um, as we're driving down Baghdad. We had a Humvee, and I had my little window down, and this car is barreling down on me. But with a little 12 by 12 window, 12 inch by 12 inch window, there's it's almost having like horse blinders on. So I didn't see it the last second. I pop my, my M4 off safe. I shoot at the car, end up hitting the tire, makes this cool little popping sound. Uh, and then we drive off into the, into the green zone. And then 
after a shower and working out, then we go out to the pool and we all start cracking beers and start messing with each other. Cause that's what you do when you're with like some of your good friends, you just kind of poke fun at each other the whole time. So I call that the combat mullet. Mm. It's party in the front of the day, or yep. I'm sorry, it's business in the front of the day and then party, party in the back. back. And yep. That was, that was so much of being a contractor because we didn't have, I mean, to your point, we didn't have the same rules of engagement. We didn't have, um, people saying we couldn't drink. They didn't have people saying we couldn't, you know, run naked through the embassy, which happened in the book. Wow. So, okay, another dumb question maybe on my part. What got you into the contracting side versus the straight military side? Well, I was prior service, and I met a guy who was a former Force Recon Marine. He said, I'm going to go work for Blackwater. I was like, I think those are the guys that got hanged in Fallujah. That sounds crazy. And he's like, look, you could go be a millionaire stockbroker, or you could have really cool stories. Do you want to come with me? And I was like, yeah, send the recruiter my name, thinking they wouldn't ever call. Right. They called the next day, and they said, hey, come out here to Moyock, North Carolina. If you pass the training, we'll send you over to Iraq. And I thought, why the heck not? I'm young. This is the time to, to go out and do that crazy stuff. And cool stories always beats, yeah. you know, yeah. sit, sitting on your front porch. Can't argue about, that. Oh, yeah. I sold, I sold Enron for... It's like, yeah, no, I'd, I'd rather be able to tell some stories. The irony is that, you know, we don't really tell them very much. <laughs> very true. Uh, again, Morgan Lorette with us. It's L-E-R-E-T-T-E, Guns, Girls, and Greed. Okay, Morgan, another question that some folks out there may have. I think I, I, think I understand a little bit about this just from being around some of you and interviewing some folks and so on. Why do we need private contractors in the first place? Because the U.S. government does not want to put troops in harm's way, or they do not want to have the U.S. military being seen as the primary point. So when we gave the Iraqi government over to the interim government, or Iraq to the interim government, they said, hey, now we need State Department, CIA, DSA, you know, FAA, all these other agencies need to come over here and help build it but they don't have anybody to protect them. So what do you do? You go out there and you hire a bunch of people, civilians, to go out and protect them. And then that keeps it from saying we're occupiers. Look, the military is driving everybody around. Because it's still a private contractor handling all that, right? Exactly. Even though it's still taxpayer dollars funding it, it's an arm's-length transaction, right? Yeah, and most of the time it's two to three arms length, okay. uh, which I think the government also likes. Okay, right? thank so you. Thank you for that clarification. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So yeah. in other words, that that ability for another country to come along and say, well, yeah, but it was nothing but an infiltration you know, mission from the U.S. government, is they really can't say that because there's several layers there. Correct. That's, that's the intent of it. That's okay. the political side of it. Okay. And I'm sure politics are always involved in this one way or another, right? Yeah, I mean, when something bad happens, they fire the contractor. They don't say, oh, that was my fault. I shouldn't have hired that contractor to subcontract to put it two arms length away. They say, oh, that was a bad guy. Get rid of him. Makes makes total sense. How, and that's something I don't know the answer to, how much of this goes on around the world? In other words, how much is, is private contracting a thing around the world? I mean, is it just in certain parts of the world or is it worldwide? John, you've got great questions. So we have private military contractors in Syria. We have in Ukraine, Israel, anywhere where there is a U.S. presence, they have private military contractors. Uh, the one that came up recently is that we have private military contractors on the border, and they are taking on a company miners, 
from the border and bringing them into the United States. Another, right, you want two, three arms distances away if you're the Biden administration. Right. So the it's not as prevalent as it used to be. It's not as known as it used to be, but it's still expansive. There, there's a reason why private military contractor companies exist, right? What do you tell that individual listening that says, you know, we should have our military doing everything. We should never privatize anything along these lines. By the way, I'm a guy that thinks we should privatize a lot more than we even do. So I'm on that side of the fence, by the way. Uh, I'm one that says most of the time private companies can do it much better than government entities. I don't want the military privatized. I'm not going that far, Morgan. But I do know there's times where we do want private contractors doing some of this. But I know I've got listeners out there thinking, why are we going this route? We don't need a single private contractor when it comes to military-type operations. So... I would agree with you that privatizing most things from the government is a good thing. My concern with private military contractors is that as a former one, I don't know when they're going to throw me under the bus. And I would never tell anybody to go into private military contracting at this point because the government, once the government gets its eyes on you, they're never going to stop coming after you. So Mm. you're, you're almost outsourcing morality, like law enforcement yep. or yep. military operations. And that's where it gets really Agreed. fuzzy. And I can't figure out, until somebody defines that and says who's going to regulate it, I think that you need to default to those government agencies putting their name on it. So when something goes bad, they actually get the blame. Uh, no, I, you know what, Morgan? You and I are, I, I think... Very much the way you do on those on those sides of the fence as well, because I yeah I, I I agree with you. And again, I've only you know I've only interviewed. I don't even pay much attention to the movies and so on because movies get you know Hollywood really embellishes certain things. So I don't put a lot of stake in movies. I've known some individuals and talked to folks like you, not even through the radio show, but outside of what I do here. So I know a little teeny bit about some of this, but I agree with you on that. It's not well defined, is it? No, it absolutely isn't. And and there's a draw to it. So as a private military contractor, I say, like, war is toxic and it's intoxicating. Mm-hmm. You know it's not good for you. You're you're losing your relationships at home. You're over in a combat zone. You're stressed out. You have PTSD the same way soldiers get it. Right. But you have the ability to leave. And somewhere in that little ability to make a choice, you always choose to keep going back. I mean, I know people that are still doing it 20 years later. They wow. just keep going back. It's like a drug. Crazy. It is absolutely like a drug. Unbelievable. That, that, that part I didn't know, so thank you for sharing that. Okay, where do folks buy the book? It's fascinating. I'll get it. I want to read it. You know, wh- how do we get a hold of it? Yeah, go on Amazon.com, Guns, Girls, and Greed. Um, pop it up and, and get yourself a copy today. It's uh, I do have to say it's very raw. There's all those conversations that you have sure. in private with the bad words and stuff, and it talks about you know death and coping with that. Um, so don't buy it for your eight-year-old for a book report. Yeah, no, I was just going to say there's things that, and I'm not saying right, wrong, or otherwise. There's just things that happen in that world that, yes, for sure our kids don't need to know about, period. Agree 100%. That's why my wife hides the book around the house so the kids can't see yeah. that I wrote it. Yeah, no, and I'm glad you said that. And, and you know what? Those are fine. You know, there's things that adults should have access to, and this is another thing I'm big on. There's things that kids should have access to, and there needs to be a defining line there. I'm not one of those, uh, and I've raised a lot of kids over the years, Morgan, but I'm definitely not one of those that think kids should have access to everything. No, there needs to be a defining line there based on their maturity. 
Yeah, if you're going to draw the line, draw it at Guns, Girls, and Greed. Okay. Um, well, I appreciate you saying thing. that. Hey, it, it's been a joy having you. You are always welcome here. I think you can tell you're in good company. Anytime you want to come back on, you're welcome to come back. I, I've enjoyed this. Yeah, I would love to. Thanks for having me on. Morgan, I appreciate it. Morgan Lorette, L-E-R-E-T-T-E. If you just go to Amazon, put that book in. You'll find it easily. We'll put links up as well. Morgan, thank you. Uh, you're the best, John. Thanks, Appreciate John. you, man. Have a great evening. And I, I knew I would enjoy that interview, and I did very much. Guns, Girls, and Greed. I was a Blackwater mercenary in Iraq. That's the name of the book. KNR Home Transitions is next. And at KNR, they will take, we just got done talking to uh, Morgan there about stress and the things that happen there. You know what? Selling and buying a home can also be very, very stressful. Have somebody on your side that will take the stress out of that. 720-437-8210. That's KNR. Home Transitions. When you have an inherited home, you need a real estate advocate on your side to know where to start. Kat and Robin of K&R Home Transitions are here to walk you through the steps with complete transparency. They also know exactly what will make a house sell, and they work exceptionally hard until your inherited home is sold for the highest price possible and as quickly as possible. Inherited homes often need a lot of work, as we have mentioned many times, and Kat and Robin know how to get everything done with their network of contractors and partners. They also know when you should spend money on a fix and when to wait because the repair or remodel is not worth the benefits. Cat and Robin are your true real estate advocates, and they protect you from the mistakes and bad decisions that are bound to happen without their experience and advice. You must contact Catherine and Robin to get your inherited home sold. Just go to klzradio.com slash home or call 720-437-8210. All right, Premier Home Remodels. Whatever remodel project you're thinking of doing, call Premier first. Find them at klzradio.com. Premier Home Remodels designs your basement to fit your family's lifestyle and needs. So-called basement flippers will limit your options, cut corners, and rush your project. But Premier takes the time to create a space that is functional and unique, meeting all your expectations. Premier values and protects you as the homeowner by making sure every code is met and that the proper permit is pulled, along with a one-year warranty on labor. Your home is your most valuable asset, and Premier guarantees that your entire project from design to completion is done accurately and effectively. Because Premier wants you to be able to grow with your home, they make sure to pre-plan every aspect of your basement remodel, working with you and having your best interest in mind. Choose the right company for your ideal basement. Premier Home Remodels. Go to klzradio.com slash remodel. That's klzradio.com slash remodel. All right, Cub Creek Heating and Air Conditioning. Don't forget, they're trying to find someone they can actually help with a furnace or the service and repair of. Go to klzradio.com and, and nominate someone today. Cub Creek Heating and AC wants to show their appreciation for this community they serve and care deeply about. So they would like you to nominate one special family to be blessed with a toasty warm house in 2024. If you know a family with an inadequate or broken heating system in their home, simply submit their name on klzradio.com slash HVAC with details about why you think that family is in need of a new heating system. Maybe their furnace is broken. Maybe it needs replacing. 
Cub Creek will review the nominations and pick one lucky family to receive either free service repairs or free equipment to get their heating system working the right way, right away. Cub Creek Heating and AC are REAM certified pro partners, so you can trust in the quality of their work. Don't wait. Head over to klzradio.com slash HVAC and nominate a family for the Cub Creek Furnace Giveaway now. Now back to Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us. That was a great interview, by the way. I hope you guys all enjoyed that as much as I do. And that stuff just fascinates me, all the different ins and outs. And you can agree, disagree, but it's the way things are done and just the way things are. So Joe sent me this story you won't hear on the news. Try to do as many of these during the week as I can. California businessman pleaded guilty in November, so just a few months ago, to bribery charges for agreeing to making $90,000 in payments and political donations in 2020 that that benefited the Santa Clara County, California sheriff in exchange for her approval of a dozen concealed carry weapons permits. Permits that she would routinely deny. Agreeing to approve these requests while denying most other requests on the basis of a public safety stance would appear to be the height of hypocrisy. Yeah, it certainly would. Joe did a Google search of the story, could not find any news organizations outside of the state of California covering this, even though it's blatant corruption and hypocrisy by blue state officials. This is Joe's words, mine as well. It's not newsworthy enough elsewhere. Um, Yeah, that's newsworthy. You lefties that listen, by the way, periodically, how do you justify that? It's okay, I guess, to accept bribes and then, which essentially they are, you know, money in lieu of CCW permits. Is that not a bribe? Well, it is because he pleaded guilty to bribery for agreeing to do so. So, yes, in fact, it is a bribe. And again, why, to Joe's point, why are we not hearing about this coast to coast? It happened in California in a blue state with a blue sheriff. Why are we not hearing about this? And those of you on the left that claim you don't control the media, yeah, you do actually. You do control the media because you don't hear about this anywhere else. If this, by the way, had been a red state and some red sheriff you know, some sheriff in a red state had been doing this, you'd hear about it coast to coast. So yes, it does in fact prove that you control the media. The left controls the media. Plain and simple. And we hear about these types of stories regularly, and I'm going to try to do a better job. Joe sends me these things quite often. I'm going to try, try to start doing a better job. I will do a better job of highlighting these and bringing these to each and every one of you. So I can continue to prove the point the left controls the media. Because the left will say, oh, no, we don't. We're, we're very unbiased. Yeah. Sure. No, you're not. You let the news go out that you want to go out and you control everything else. You do the very best you can at controlling the narrative. This is a great example of that. What's, what's interesting is, I mean, not that 90 grand's 
a little bit of money, but all it took was ninety grand to get all your concealed weapon permits that you wanted handled. That's actually a pretty good bargain in some cases, depending upon how many this person received. I didn't read the full story to find out exactly how per, how many permits this involved. And some of these stories, by the way, that you all send me, unless I have a subscription or something to, it's sort of a thing where you get to read it once, but if I've been to those different sites numerous times, I can't read them. So always remember that, by the way, when you send me something. And I should remind all of you, if it's something you really want me to read and you can copy and paste the text into an email, which a lot of you have gotten in the habit of doing, please do. Because again, depending upon the news outlet, and here's what's weird. It's not even the news outlet. It's who the news outlet's owned by. So, for example, Denver Post, Daily Camera, and Boulder. That's Boulder's local paper, but the Denver Post owns it. If I've been to the Denver Post already more than my five allotted times, I can't even read something from the Daily Camera. So if those, if those of you listening ever want to send me something, and it's something you really want me to read, please, if you've got access to it at that point, copy, paste it, email it. Don't even text it. Copy, paste, email email, because otherwise I won't be able to read it. Charlie and I go back and forth sometimes on even some of those same things where he can see something, but I've, I've reached my limit for the month already. I can't read it. Or I'll send Charlie something and he's met his limit. He can, we don't subscribe to everything, nor am I going to. In fact, I'm not going to give the Denver Post a nickel. So if you're reading something in the Denver Post, you better copy paste it because I'm not giving them a red cent. A red cent, penny, whatever you want to call it. I think it's a cent. There's really no such thing as a penny, I guess you could say. They're all cents, one cent. Anyways, I digressed. Point being, these types of stories, if you find anything like that and you want me to read them or know about it, please send me the text of it because I can't always read it. Basically, though, in this particular story, they you know, figured out a way, bribed to get the permits that they wanted. The first $45,000 went to political action committee. The other $45,000... Uh, went to the re-election bid. So there you go. So he split it up, 45-45. I'll be back. Don't go anywhere. American National Insurance is next. Paul Lumberger, my great friend, wants to help you with all of your insurance needs. Give Paul a call today, 303-662-0789. Paul Lewinberger will teach you how to pay for home insurance the right way, saving money on premiums while protecting yourself from catastrophic costs in the future. American National Insurance keeps premiums low by attracting clients who choose to self-insure the small stuff. Most people don't understand basic economics, so they file claims all the time, driving up the cost of insurance year after year. You listen to Rush to Reason, so you probably have a better head on your shoulders, financially speaking, than the average homeowner. Still, you can learn new strategies from Paul Lewinberger to practice responsible money management. The smartest homeowners only file claims in emergencies, opting to pay out-of-pocket for everyday expenses. Personal responsibility benefits everyone, enabling you to afford total loss coverage. Call John's personal insurance agent, Paul Lewinberger, with American National Insurance for details about his one-of-a-kind rebate program, 303-662-0789. The best export we have is common sense. You're listening to Rush to Reason. All right, we'll be back here in just a moment. By the way, hour number two is next. Heidi St. John should be joining us here at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. We're going to talk to her about what's coming up when it comes to elections and get her input with wisdom and support. She is from Brave Books. 
as well. So we'll be back and talk to her in just a moment. So don't go anywhere. Hour two is next. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.